shoot. Welcome to Liberty FM, the podcast dedicated to all things New York Liberty. I'm Francois, and I'm joined by my co-host and wife, Felicia. Thank you for joining us on that third episode recapping the three games that the Liberty played this week. And let's start with the first game on Tuesday in Seattle for Stewie's return against the former team. The New York Liberty took care of business 86-78, to and Brianna Stewart didn't disappoint in her first game back to Seattle with 25 points, 11 rebounds, and 1 assist. She was also helped by Sabrina Ionescu, who was lethal from the three-point line with six three-pointers and 20 points, and 11 assists also from Van der Sloot, uh, that contributed really well despite uh, a poor shooting night. Felicia, what did you what did you make of that first game uh, on the road? It was a good win, you know. Um, Stewie coming back to a place that she called home for all her career up until now, and. You know, it was a great win for them. I think, you know, starting out, they started a, a bit slow, but I think that's been the Liberty's uh, thing this year so far, starting uh, at a slower pace in the first half and then picking it up after. Um, and Stewie did great. You know, I think she was probably a little outside herself um, starting the game, but as it went on, she got into rhythm and she definitely had a great game. Sabrina was lethal. That's what we needed. We know she is lethal from the three-point line, and she showed that tonight. And even for Vandersloot being a general, um, not having any points, but the assists is what really helped the team. And she did the little things that helped the team win. So. Yeah, definitely. It felt like it felt like the Liberty were never really in danger of losing this game. Uh, we knew uh, beforehand that they were facing a Seattle team that obviously struggled in the first two games, uh, especially that first game at home against the Las Vegas Aces that was a blow-up win. Um, so it never felt throughout the game that you know, the Liberty were in real danger. But like you said, Felicia, I definitely felt like they could have you know, have more sense of urgency. Every time uh, it felt like Seattle was coming back, uh, New York was you know, sort of like upping up the tempo and the intensity, and they took care of business. But obviously, you had players like Drew Lloyd, who scored 26 points in that game. Uh, but what did you like about the adjustments that the Liberty made in the second half? Yeah, I think they play with pace. You know, I think so far what they've been doing in the second half of their games is that they come out and they're strong defensively. You know, and I think with Thornton and Benajelani, um, being that force on defense, it really helps to pick the whole team up. And they definitely play with pace, which I like. Um, I wish they would do it all four quarters <laughs> and not the second half only. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, I think the second half, they're always strong thus far in the season. You know, I think my only concern is that first half for them. I think, you know, looking down the line at other teams they'll play, you know, it could be a bit concerning how they start the first half of games. You know, it was Seattle. Obviously, they're a depleted team since Stewie left. Um, and so, you know, I was not worried that they would lose that game. But I do feel like it probably they probably should have won by a bigger margin. And I just think that started off with the slow pace they started that game with. Seattle definitely came out swinging. Um, but again, you have so many weapons on the Liberty team that 
you know, they were able to to really get that win. So all in all, it was still a good game, but, you know, definitely they have lessons to learn from it. Definitely. All right, so let's jump into the second game. On Friday, he went down to the wire against the Chicago Sky, 77-76, to with Brianna Stewart with the winning shot with seven seconds left on the clock. That was a tough game, Felicia. What did you make of that game? Thank God for Stewie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt like that game, again, they, they started a bit slow in the first half, which Chicago took advantage of. I mean... You never feel like the Liberty are completely blown out of a game, but the way, the pace that they play at sometimes is just a bit too slow, and I do feel like teams are going to take advantage of that, and Chicago definitely tried to take advantage of that. They they were doing a good job in the first half, and then the Liberty started to really claw back into the, in the second half, which, you know, this game really could have gone either way, and if it wasn't for Stewie's shot at the end... Mm. Chicago would have had this one for sure. Um, You know, I think they have to play with more urgency. I know they're still trying to figure things out as a new team, but the pace has to be faster. When they play with pace, they are very hard to defend. They are very lethal. Um, You know, unfortunately, tonight we got the opposite of what we wanted from Sabrina um, in the previous game. You know, I think um, Coach Brondello said she wasn't herself tonight. Um, so whatever that was, you know, it definitely showed because she only had five points this game. Um, they definitely needed her in this game. And I also think that they just got to figure out a way of getting the ball into Jonquil Jones more. I think she, when she gets into the post, she is also really lethal. Um, and I think if they can just get her the ball more, especially in the second half, it's like they always get it to her in the first half. And the second half, she goes quiet. And I, I don't quite understand what the game plan is there. Hmm. But they definitely need to get her more involved in these games. Yes. I think as Liberty fans, this year we're definitely spoiled because we have so much silence. And everybody calls us the super team. But the super team means that at any given night, we have one of those star players that can make the difference. And so I think that you know, as fans, you know, I think we expect that, oh, you know, it's it's going to be okay. You know, they, they were struggling in the first half, but they're going to come back. They have Stewie, they have Venice Lou, UNESCO, Drunkle Jones, any of them at any given time is going to, you know, make us come back. And, and that's what happened in, in the second half. But like you said, I think they're still finding their roles and, you know, sort of be more cohesive as a team. But there was definitely one player... Uh, that got my attention uh, in this game against the Sky. It was Benajalini. Yep. Benajalini, I think, like, this season, obviously, a role changed compared to the last two seasons where she was the star of the team. And now I think she's always been strong defensively. But I think definitely this year she took on the mission to guard the best player on the other team. And so maybe I would say that in the previous game she was a little bit discreet offensively. But she turned up a notch in this game with 17 points. She was aggressive all throughout the games. And for me, she was the MVP of the game. But there was also Kayla Ford. Mm-hmm. I think I was telling you the other day that when they traded for Jonko Jones uh, with Connecticut, it was actually a free team transactions with the Dallas uh, Wings. 
um, that sent obviously Natasha Howard and Crystal Dangerfield to the Dallas Wings. But who do, did we get in the little mix to you know make us feel a little bit better? We are California. What can you tell us once again about California and the impact on that team? She's always going to have an impact, you know, defensively. It she is a star and I feel like we got someone for free almost. It's just like <laughs> you <wish>. know. <laughs> I mean, it's just like she was just that gift and she keeps on giving and we appreciate that and we love her for it. Um defensively, she is a monster and we need her because I think, you know, between her and Laney They are definitely that grounding force for the Liberty team. Um, You know, I think, and, and offensively too. She also, she, she definitely has contributed buckets as well, which has helped the team tremendously um, when they, when they needed it most. So I'm loving what I'm seeing from Thornton. I loved what I saw from Laney. You know, Laney is still an offensive powerhouse. Let's not forget that, Mm, you know, even though her role has changed a bit this year she can do both and so you know I, I know the the team is stacked but and people want to say it's a super team and all of that but they got to gel and you really can be called a super team when you gel and you're really taking out your opponents and right now I feel like they're still trying to figure it out they're getting the wins but there's you can tell they're still trying to figure everything out and um Luckily, they have some great players on that team that can eke out wins. Again, thank God for Stewie. <laughs> yeah. So, overall, a tough game, but we got, we're glad we got the win. Yeah. And basically, it was same story all over again two days later, but in New York. So, it almost felt like a little playoff series where you're going to face the same team two days later. And it was going to be interesting to see the adjustments that both teams were going to make. So let's jump into this game that happened today. And, oh boy, a lot of things could be said. A lot of things can be said, especially for that first half where it was exciting. I was happy they were going off. I mean, they started out, I think, what, 11 zip, 13 zip? 13 zero, yeah. And you just felt like, man, they're in control. They're going to take this game. Everything was going well that first half. You're like, finally, they started the half strong. They started with pace, defense. Everything was clicking for them. And for some reason, second half, it all went downhill. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, let's, let's go back to the first half first all right all right we'll start with good we'll start with the good news (laughs) let's not reveal the the score just yet but what was interesting before the game um and i heard that the new york liberty was the slowest paced team in the league and considering the you know the talent that we have on that team and the players that can sort of you know bring the tempo up i was very surprised at that but you know, they prove us wrong and prove the stats wrong in the first half, definitely. I really liked, like, how aggressive they were on defense, which led to a lot of difficult shots for the Chicago Sky or some turnovers that allowed the Liberty uh, to take advantage by upping the tempo and having some nice ball movement. Um, and then second quarter, and we were, we were all waiting for her, Marine Johannes. She made a comeback. So she had made a comeback in the game in Chicago. Uh, she didn't play uh, on Tuesday in Seattle because obviously she had a long trip from 
France to uh, America and had just finished the, the French season. But that was basically today our first home game and hearing from the crowd, people were happy and we obviously expected great things from her. And that's what we got from the get-go. Uh, she had a couple of nice lay layups, like Statue of Liberty style, uh, a couple of nice passes. And I was excited because she's gonna bring something new to the team and just another weapon. So, you know, overall, I was confident. We were up by 17 and a half. If you look at the stats, 46% uh, field goal percentage versus 29% for the Chicago Sky. Uh, you know, 3 for 14 from the three-point shot for Chicago, which showed good uh, perimeter defense from the Liberty. Uh, we dominated the boards as usual, 27 rebounds to 19, 16 assists to 6. So everything was going uh, well for us. It was clicking well. It was clicking well. But then the third quarter happened. The third quarter started really well. 19 points lead after one minute in the third quarter. And this is the time where James Wade, the coach of the Chicago Sky, decided to take a quick timeout. So Felicia, can you tell me what happened after that timeout? Kalia Copper is what happened. Oof, <laughs> she ignited to have 17 points in the third quarter alone. Mm -hmm. It... it she, she went off, and they weren't ready. I think they caught the Liberty on the back foot, and they just kept going, and they kept going. And the Liberty just, they went back to what they were doing in the first half in previous games. Yeah. They started playing slow. They relaxed. They No communication. You know, you had two or three people on one person, which left who open? Kalia Copper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and. Mm -hmm. It's just like this lack of communication. You could just see it. They were all over the place, and Chicago made them pay from the third quarter on. And it, it was hard to watch at some point because you, you just felt like all of a sudden the Liberty just became discombobulated, and they couldn't get it back together. They tried, but it, it was it was too much. Yeah, and so obviously um, you know, a lot of people doubted that the Chicago Sky was going to do anything this season. Uh, you know, obviously, when you lose Candace Parker, Courtney Vandersloot, mm -hmm. Emma Mieseman, Ali Quigley, that, that's a lot yeah. of top players that, that you lose all at once. So when you look at the power rankings, unfortunately for the Chicago Sky, a lot of people predicted that they would be either the bottom team or you know the second team from last. But you got to give them props. You got to give props to James Ray, who managed to build a good roster with, t with players that are going to attack the basket, going to be aggressive, that are going to shoot freeze, uh, and never give up. And that's exactly what happened uh, in the third quarter. Uh, the Chicago Sky made a comeback, and fourth quarter, it was tight. Uh, we were in the crowds. Obviously, we went from super confident in the first half, thinking we we're going to have a good uh, Sunday afternoon, to all of a sudden being kind of quiet, a little tense. To nervous. To very nervous, <laughs> right? And so we went back and forth uh, in the fourth quarter, but ultimately, uh, what what went wrong for the Little League? You gave Chicago momentum. Yeah. Once they got the momentum in the third quarter, they did not let up, and the Liberty just couldn't really get it back. I mean, even with Stewie trying to get you know, her shots in there and, and tying it up and trying to keep the team in the game. It 
Chicago had the momentum and they just kept going and you could tell just defensively the defensive breakdowns for the Liberty, especially with miscommunication. You had just what double screens and then people didn't know who, who their assignment was. You could just tell that it just felt like Vandersloot was missing her assignment. Sabrina was missing her assignment. It's just it just looked like they they just didn't know what to do at that point and Chicago just had the momentum and they just kept going with it and they rode that wave to a win. Yeah. And so the final score was 86 to 82 for the Chicago Sky and we find out later on that it was the biggest uh blown up lead in the history of the New York Liberty. They had a 19 point lead that they blew up in the second half and that was tough. I'm not going to lie. When, when we left the, the Barclays uh, this afternoon, it felt like someone knocked me out. I was like, what did just happen? But I think you pretty much uh, pointed out what went wrong in the second half. Miscommunication on defense. I think we rewatched the game after we came back from the game because I wanted to know exactly like what exactly went wrong in, this, in the second half. And it was glaring. Like the miscommunication on defense... At this level, um, you know, you're not going to win a game when you have players that are leaving other players open or sort of helping another player but don't communicate to switch. It, it was it was, it was was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. So, unfortunately, uh, there's still a lot of growth uh, that we're going to have to have to get to the level that we want. And with Copper having the hot hand, leaving her open at any point in the second half to me was just foolish mm-hmm. you know once you saw that she had the hot hand yes she's gonna get shots off she definitely had a, just a couple contested shots but most of her shots she was open um you know by leaving her to go try to help another teammate that that's just not smart especially because she had the hot hand all along in the second half and i think for chicago you can't sleep on chicago i know what these power rankings might say but you have courtney williams she was she did some damage to the Liberty a couple years ago. I, I remember uh, yes. I remember her Definitely. with Atlanta. You can't sleep on her. She is an excellent player too. You can't sleep on Copper. Obviously, she is gonna be that she's the top player for them. You can't sleep on Mabry either. You know, she's aggressive and she came aggressive she became more aggressive in the second half and got some shots up. You know, I think they just they just relied on that 19 point lead and thought that cushion would help them throughout the second mm-hmm. half and once copper started making all these threes that lead was quickly erased in about what two and a half three minutes so <laughs> yeah chicago is, is still a team i think still a force out there that yeah you can't sleep on them so we gave them the first punch uh, on friday and they definitely came back with a jab uh, this afternoon and they were just a better team even though we felt that we were going to cruise in the first half overall the Chicago Sky today were the better team and when you look at the stats uh, they turned from a 29% uh, field goal percentage in the first half to a 44 close to 45% overall in this game uh, they shot close to 40% from the freeze they had 10 more free throws uh, than the Liberty but I think what was also uh, really, you know, when you look at the stats, that eight blocks and, uh, you know, less turnovers uh, than the Liberty. Um, so overall, kudos to the Chicago Sky for getting that win. 
Uh, I don't know if we'll face them again uh, later in the season, but I'm definitely looking up to uh, that matchup again. And can I just say, what is the deal with John Quill Jones in the second half? Yeah. I, I'm. She starts strong, they feed her the ball, and then she's a ghost in the second half. It's been that way for these past few games, and I don't get it. Like, she is a force in the paint, and you need to get her the ball. I know she had a couple of turnovers. She had she had a block. She had a turnover. I just think you got to keep feeding her. She is strong in the paint, and I, I don't get why she's always at the three-point line. Yes, she's good at making threes, but... Her bread and butter is in the paint. Yeah. I mean, we know that she she was injured prior to the season and it's going to take some time for her to, you know, get a full conditioning back. But the talent is obviously there. She's a former MVP. And when you have a technique and a size, um, you got to make other teams pay. And like you said, it's been very strange because if you look at her stats... She's been scoring about 9 to 10 points a game. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, all those points come from the first half. When they feed her in the paint and she had a couple of frees. And then AWOL in the second half. And you look at the Chicago Sky. There are only today 8 players available on their roster. And only one true center with Elizabeth Williams. I don't understand why they didn't feed her the ball. But, you know, I guess that's a question to ask to, to, to Sandy Brandello or for them to review uh, tapes of the games. Uh, but they got to make Jonko Jones more involved in each game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, she got double teamed a couple of times in the second half, but she she needs to be inside. You know, I think they definitely got to play more for her. Because they're always gonna they're gonna double Stewie. You know that's most thus far that's most teams that's their game plan is to double Stewie. So somebody should be open, and it really should be her. If Sabrina is not shooting threes well, it really should be Jonquil Jones. Now, obviously, a lot of fans say that Brianna Stewart covers so many grounds that we tend to forget about you know the missteps or the shortcomings of the teams that she's playing for. And I got to ask Sabrina Ionescu. Now, obviously, uh, you know, she's one of the core players of that team. Mm -hmm. Uh, When they picked her as the number one draft pick, they knew that they were going to build the team around her. And obviously, she had that big injury in in the bubble Mm -hmm. uh, that she still sustained the the following season. But last year was, was a breakout season for Sabrina. She dominated. She was a leader on that team. A lot of pressure, a lot of people were like double teaming her and she show up and show out every single night. But now this time around, her role is different. Obviously, mm-hmm. you have Brianna Stewart, you have Courtney Vandersloot now that is carrying the, most of the time carrying the ball uh, on offense. And so she's sort of becoming like this, this catch and shoot uh, player. Mm-hmm. Um, and so obviously Sabrina wants to win. So yeah. She will do whatever it takes uh, for the team to win. But on nights where the shots are not coming in, then, then what happens? And I don't know if you noticed, but they were targeting her on defense. Yeah, they were. You know, I think she definitely got better defensively she definitely improved, yeah. this year. She definitely improved. But I think, I just don't think she should be a catch and shoot 
three-pointer. You mm. know, she has a lot more to her game. You know, I wish I would see more, like, even mid-range shots. I feel like she... For her going to the basket, yeah, she has some great moves going to the basket today. But then she had other moves going to the basket where she easily got blocked. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I wish she had more of a mid-range shot. I don't quite see that. I'm not saying she doesn't have it, but you just don't see it um, that often in the game. So if she can do that more, you know, where they don't have to rely on her for the three-point all the time. Because you're going to live and die by the three. Like mm-hmm. most teams, if you're, if she's off one night, you're just going to, you're going to die by the three if that's what you're depending on. So, you know, I think for her, they're still figuring it out though. Yeah. You know, I think they're still figuring out everyone's roles this season and it'll click, but you only got 40 games this season and you, you need to get that clicking fast. <laughs> so. All right. All right. Let's, let's, let's not, you know, Push the panic button just yet. No, I'm you not know, panicked. It's I'm obviously panicked. a lot of new players on that team. They need to gel. They need to figure things out. And just because you have talent doesn't mean that you're going to figure things out right away. And also, let's not forget, and I don't know if you noticed during the game, we saw it, um, that it seems like Sabrina was injured. I mean, if you look back at the press conference from uh, after the game against the Sky on Friday, um, Brandello said that, she didn't want to take any risks with Sabrina mm-hmm. because she didn't feel 100%. And then when we look at the game today, um, it seems like, you know, she had a thigh injury. I mean, obviously, we're not reporters or, or doctors, but what did you notice? Uh, yeah, I mean, she definitely had, you know, um, when she was on the bench, she definitely had that leg wrap. She mm-hmm. definitely had her thigh wrap. So I was thinking it's possible a hamstring issue. Maybe something got tweaked. Um and she can still play, but they're trying to be careful with her, um, not to make it worse. But she definitely, um, every time she came back to the bench, she definitely had um, that warmer. Yeah. I'm forgetting what it's called, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, she I definitely got, had I her. Got to leg use one, so I wouldn't yeah. tell. I wouldn't know. Yeah. So she definitely had her leg wrapped. So. You know, I mean, she she definitely did what she could in this game. I mean, she I feel like she did a little bit better defensively. But, yeah, by the second half, they were targeting her. You know, I think she she can become the weak link if they're not careful. If they start to play lax and teams start to gain momentum, they tend to go after her because mm-hmm. she's just not as quick. And when teams start to play with pace... If she's even slightly injured, she's not gonna outrun another player. She's not. She's not gonna be like, um, La- you know, Laney or Thornton. So, yeah, I think they they definitely are probably gonna have to watch her minutes, try to figure out what's going on mm. with her leg there, and, and just definitely, you know, be mindful. But she's a fierce competitor, and yeah. if she was there on the court, that means that she felt like she could contribute. And, and do something for, for the team to win. So I'm not so worried. And like you said, it's it's a longer season than, than prior. Um, so, you know, the I good thing is that they, they're going to bounce around real quick because um, next week they already start playing uh, on Wednesday. So we'll be covering uh, next week uh, the free games that the Liberty are going to play. So on Wednesday... They will face uh, the Minnesota Link. 
uh, at 7 p.m. Uh, followed by a game against Atlanta on Friday in Atlanta. That's that's going to be an interesting game against an up-and-coming team. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll end up the week uh, against the Dallas Wings at 1 p.m. Uh, can't wait to see uh, <laughs> Satu Savoli against the sister Nera Savoli. So that, those are going to be interesting game next week and we'll, I think they're going to be tough games yeah, because tough games. especially even Atlanta Atlanta's unpredictable mm-hmm. you know I know they they just lost to the um to Las Vegas but they only lost by like 4 points I yeah. mean they they definitely were trying to take it to them so the liberty they got they got a lot ahead of them all right well we're looking forward to those games and thank you so much for listening to our podcast and let's go liberty let's go lips